everyone, welcome back. So I just got back from a trip to San Diego. I haven't been back to San Diego in years, honestly. It's been eight to nine years. I used to, or I actually went to undergrad there, so I used to live there. Super great trip, um, revitalizing. Got to spend some time with some some close friends and uh, also make my way up to LA um, to hang out with Danae Logan, Vanessa Bennett, who I've had on the show, and Vanessa's partner, John Kim. It was wonderful to have dinner with them and chat, and I'm actually going to be attending Vanessa and Danae's retreat from January 2nd to January 7th in Arizona, which I'm excited about. It's been a bit since I traveled um, via car solo during during COVID, and uh, I took a trip to Montana in September of 2020, right before I had shoulder surgery. And this trip, oh man, so much, so needed it, so needed it. It was, uh, it was beautiful to be on the beach and to be in the warm weather. And I just really appreciate everyone that was involved in making it happen. So I took a little bit of a hiatus from the show. I wanted to sort of collect uh, some interview ideas for, for this next coming season, if you will. So I have a couple awesome interviews lined up over the next couple weeks. Uh, so stay tuned for those, please. And if you don't know, I'm working with people in a one-on-one setting now as a life and relationship coach just go to www.nicobarraza.com i'll throw the link in the description if you'd love to work with me in a one-on-one setting or if you're interested in finding out more about what we can work on together uh, please shoot me an email use the contact form through the website and i would love to hear more from you and uh, let me know you heard it through the podcast too just so i can keep track of where people are people are, are hearing about it um, from so today i really want to talk about rejection and <clears throat> this is something that i've I've conversed with uh, with friends of mine that are therapists or work in the sort of psychotherapy realms and then close friends of mine who are just intellectuals, well-read. Rejection is such an interesting thing in our society because <clears throat> so many times people uh, ask others to be truth and honest, right? You, you look at dating apps and, and one of the main things that people put is communication and honesty, truth, right? Like being honest. But I do find that when someone is completely honest, uh, a lot of people that ask for honesty are not ready to accept another person's truth or honesty. Now, let me explain. So let's say, you know, you're attracted to someone, you go on a couple dates with them. And after the third or fourth date, or let's say third or fourth week or something, this person's just like, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling a connection. Um, I would love to just, you know, maybe have this as a friendship or maybe, you know, cease the connection altogether. And that really bruises your ego. You know, you, you feel like something was developing with this person and you feel hurt, you feel slighted, you feel rejected, you feel like you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you're not attractive enough, X, Y, and Z, all these things come up, right? Now, those feelings, albeit normalized in our society, are not super fair because we're asking for this other person to give us, <clears throat> excuse me, their truth. And if someone says it compassionately, like, hey, you know, I'm just not feeling a connection here, that is that is so healthy. We should be encouraging that form of communication. And in order to encourage that form of communication, we have to be open to not being desired by people. That's okay. Like, think about it if you went up to someone and you were interested in them, you know, for a couple months and then, you know, just something happened or you saw a set of circumstances that just didn't sit well with you. And that's okay. We all have our preferences and our deal breakers. And you said to them, hey, you know, I'm just not feeling it anymore. And they responded like, oh, I really appreciate you telling me I, I, I'm not feeling the same way. Like I'm feeling a connection with you, but I respect that you're not there. And um, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. So I know that, like, you know, nothing further will be developed here. That's such a healthy response as opposed to, um, oh, I wish you would have told me sooner or, you know, starting to blame someone. 
And sometimes people don't know sooner. That's part of getting to know someone. Sometimes people know right off the bat. I, I will tell you, speaking for myself, I can speak to a person within 10, 10 to 20 minutes. And, and I do know if like there's potential to develop a connection with them romantically. Um, I've gotten better at trusting my intuition over the years. I'm not saying I'm always right, but I will say that when I'm aligned with my truth and my intuition, I'm really listening to my gut. Rarely does it lead me astray with personal relationships, whether that be friendships or um, professional partnerships or romantic pursuits, right? And I think part of the path to being better and more open at accepting rejection is to root ourselves in a sense of self-worth. Now, this does not mean self-importance, doesn't mean we need to think we're the most important person in the world, um, but we have to have a sense of self-worth for ourselves. That way, if someone comes to us and like, hey, look, I'm not really into you, I'm not feeling it in that way, I might be physically attracted to you, but I don't feel an an intellectual connection or an emotional connection, that's okay. That shouldn't destroy your sense of self-worth, that shouldn't make you feel smaller, right? It, It should be like, thank you for being honest with me, right? Because the alternative to this is we get ghosted, right? Someone just stops contacting us all like out of the blue, you know, and we wonder like, what happened? This person just disappeared. I thought things were going well. Um, and that ghosting is on them. But if the inverse happened, if they were truthful and were like, Hey, I'm just not feeling anymore. You know, I'd like to stop the connection or I just would like to maybe go the friendship route and we get angry or we get hurt or we get disgruntled from that. That's on us. Do you see the difference there? That is the trigger that is on us from our past or our preconceived conditional um, reporting that we develop through childhood, through adolescence, and then through adulthood, through dating and through relationships. And I'm telling you folks, rejection is part of life and not just romantically, but in so many other ways, but that shouldn't um, belittle our work or our effort to be better, right? We are, each and every one of us is desirable to somebody, 100%, no matter where we are in life. And that's why I think I consistently sort of preach like, find someone who meets you where you are and you meet them where they are. And that's where you build from, right? Because if someone's way down the path of, you know, um, self-worth or self-awareness than you are, chances are you're always going to feel like you're playing catch up, right? And, and then it's going to be like this one person's a teacher, one person's a student all the time relationship, which builds resentment and it's just not healthy. Now, we can't be perfectly balanced all the time, but part of being met is also being able to teach just as much as we learn in a relationship and going back and forth, right? It's sort of that way of the oscillation of of balance, right? We're kind of balancing with our partners and existing in space together. We both have our individual selves, but we also have this cohabitated space that we put sort of logs into that fire and, and put into the relationship, right? So being able to handle rejection is a part of this. It's It means you're, you're steeped in a sense of self-worth. Now, there's multiple examples I can give here. There's a bunch of unhealthy things, right? If someone like, says, oh, you're just not attractive enough for me, or, or, or they're, you know, they, they say stuff that's like personally hurtful. That's a different thing, right? That's a different thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying if someone is, is, uh, presenting sort of, uh, their disinterest in you in a healthy way, specifically if you ask, cause a lot of people, they ask like, oh, well, okay, why, why aren't you interested? You know, like, like, or, or we'll say you're missing out, you know, you're missing out on something great. And that's, that's not fair either. Cause we're not allowing space to not be wanted. And that's okay. It is okay okay to not be wanted by someone because that just gives it, it gives someone even more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just even more capacity to love you when they do want you, when they do see the things inside of you that like, oh, I've been looking for this person. Like I'm I'm met here. I want to meet this person, right? That's wonderful. It is also wonderful to be told like, hey, you know, I'm not feeling a connection with you. That is okay. 
that is completely okay. The quicker you can get to a point where you feel like rejection doesn't destroy your sense of self or your sense of well-being or your sense of worth in the world, the quicker you'll get to being more self-aware and more more like strongly steeped in a in a sense of self-presence and healthy presence, meaning that you can be present with someone else's feelings, even if you disagree or you have different feelings, but respect where they're coming from and not have it control your emotional state where you feel slighted or angry or resentful or hurt, right? Because it's someone being honest with you. And honesty is an amazing gift. Now, does that mean I don't think there's times when like we shouldn't be bluntly honest because it's going to hurt someone? Of course, I do think that there, there are appropriate times for that. But I always err on the side that uh, honesty is honestly the best policy, <laughs> is as cliche as that term is, because there's been times in my life when I haven't been honest with people I love. And it's only elongated and prolonged the pain. And it's increased the amount of pain that's felt on the other end because I've withheld stuff, right? And so it really is important. And that, that's part of, uh, if we want, you know, it goes to the other thing I, I see on dating profiles a lot is communication, right? I want honesty and communication. Well, honesty is a form of communication. So if you want healthy communication, you need to be able to healthily listen to someone's honesty, even if it doesn't align with yours, right? Even if they don't agree with you, even if they don't want a partnership with you, even if they're not sexually attracted to you, but they still see your value and worth and might want to pursue a friendship, that is okay. Let me tell you something, guys, people, humans, friendship is worth it. Friendship is absolutely worth it. Good friends are few and far between and they're hard to come by. I'm not just talking about acquaintances that you have a good time with. I'm talking about people that see your soul. They, they might not want to connect with you romantically, right? And, and maybe, maybe like you had a, uh, maybe you slept with this person and it just, it just didn't jive romantically, but uh, you want to continue a connection with friendship and, and respect each other's boundaries and respect each other's pursuits of romantic partnerships outside of your friendship. If you can do that, great. Like there's no reason to throw that friendship away just because you slept with someone, right? I'm going on tangents here, but these, this all relates to the idea of rejection. It's that, you know, the sooner we become comfortable with it, the sooner we can utilize rejection as lessons to what we want, what we don't want, what we can give, what we haven't given yet, how open we are, how close we are. Those things are all part of being okay with rejection. Because again, being okay with rejection means you're steeped in a sense of self-groundedness, meaning that no matter what's going on in the external world behind you, even if someone says, hey, you know what? No, like I, I don't want to be with you. You're okay. Because you're like, thank you for telling me. That's a gift. Like, you know, you can choose to pursue a friendship with that person or not. You can choose to walk away. That is your choice. But the the sort of negative emotion, like the anger, the pain, like the crying because someone doesn't want you. And I'm talking about the dating stage. This is different if you've been in a relationship with someone for one, two, three years and there's deep connection there. And then all of a sudden this person just says, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. Like that, that's a bigger hit emotionally. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the stages of dating where we might have gotten to know someone for a month or two, even shorter, and we've built this like very deep emotional uh, attachment because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's quite, you know, normal. We, we do that often. I'm not saying it's super healthy. If we do it so quickly, um, it can turn into a really bad form of codependency. But when we built this, you know, quick attachment and then all of a sudden someone's like, Hey, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. That is okay. We need to get okay with that. Right. We need to become, uh, okay with the feeling of rejection. And, Again, I think a lot of us, uh, we ask for truth, we ask for honesty, we ask for healthy communication, but then when we get it, we get pissed off, we get hurt, we respond resentfully, we respond out of our pain, 
out of our past traumas, out of our present state of being, which is, I'm not getting what I want. I'm angry. I'm going to have a tantrum inside, right? That's not fair. That's completely not fair. And I'm not saying don't feel your feelings. Totally. If you're feeling, oh man, this sucks. I really like this person. Feel that, but don't take it out on somebody. Just feel it. Feel it where it is. Sit with it and be like, hey, it's okay. This person's giving me a gift. You know, thank you for being honest with me. I appreciate your honesty. I respect your decision as an autonomous human being who has every choice to choose which path they walk. And I want someone that chooses me. And I want to be with someone who I choose. And that's okay. Both of those truths can exist. We can want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with us. Albeit, yes, that is painful to an extent. That is okay. That is part of life, everyone. So work on becoming okay with rejection. Don't take it personally. Um, again, I'm, I'm talking when someone communicates with you in a healthy way. I'm not saying when someone's mean to you, but, but also let's be honest about when we perceive someone as being rude or mean and they're just being honest, right? We also need to get better at delineating between the two because a lot of times someone will say something that's just completely honest and, and it's quite respectful and we try to construe it and flip it and make it seem like they're not being respectful because it's simply not what we want to hear. And that is not okay. So if you work on one thing this week, work on making peace with rejection, not only in your romantic lives, but in your professional lives and your personal lives and let go of this sort of unhealthy attachment to acceptance all the time, right? Or to being wanted, like there's going to be someone that wants you and that's incredible. There are going to be people that don't uh, and it, there's nothing wrong with that either. We all deserve to want and to be wanted but we also deserve the respect of someone else when we don't want them and when, when they don't want us, right? If we can build that respect beforehand, we can be steeped in presence and awareness when someone says, hey, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. All right, my friends, thank you so much for being here. If you haven't subscribed to Starve the Ego, Feed the Soul, please do so. Leave us a five-star written review on Apple. It really helps me a lot. It helps the podcast get seen by more people. Uh, if you haven't subscribed on Spotify, please do that. Um, huge appreciation to all you out there that have been along for the journey and continue to stick around. I hope you stay for as long as the show goes on, and I certainly have every intention on continuing it. Um, I'm really loving this in its entirety. And again, if you'd like to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one or in a one-on-one -on -one setting, uh, I'm working with people and couples, uh, specifically, you know, well, not specifically, I should say people from all walks of life. And uh, the youngest I'm working with right now is uh, 16 years old, all the way to people in their 70s. And I would love the opportunity to work with you if you think uh, there's some alignment here. So again, I encourage you to flip over to the new site, www.nicobarraza.com. Check it out. Shoot me an email if you have any questions or if you want to book an appointment. And as always, appreciate you all being here. Take care.